All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's let's jump into this shit. Uh, Today's going to be fun. At least I hope it's going to be some fun. I got a couple of hours before the Saints kick off. You know, Uncle Bobby gets down. He just kicks the YouTube. And whatever comes up is whatever the fuck comes up. Now, I saw some shit and I was like, you know what? This looks like a fun ordeal, challenge, however the fuck you want to put it. But it's one of those questions for atheist things. Now, gang, when I tell you you guys are getting ready to get my organic reaction, I truly mean you guys are getting ready to get my organic reaction. Uh, other than, well, let me turn this up. It's like a two-minute, you know, him setting this thing up, but I haven't heard the questions yet. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe this is the kick in the pants that Uncle Bobby needs to become a Christian yet again. Maybe God sent me this video to change my mind. Yeah, I didn't buy that shit either. But <clears throat> some of these, and again, we atheists, we do the same thing. You know, some of these are really sincere. Some of these videos are all kinds of fucked up. But, you know, as per, you know, the Christian norm, you know, he sounds good in the beginning. So who knows? Maybe he'll, he'll stick to it and just ask 10, you know, very sincere questions. Or maybe it'll be one of those you know, the street evangelism type where he just insults the shit out of me, right? And then, uh, you know, follows that up quickly with, oh yeah, by the way, this is Jesus's love. Okay, before we roll this fucked up ass tape, let me say this one more time to my Christian brothers and sisters, and I'm serious when I tell you this. You guys need to start listening more than what you talk. Again, I haven't watched this video. Who knows, maybe this guy's legit and he's going to ask honest questions. I know you've got a book, and I know that book tells you to evangelize. I know that book also contradicts the shit out of it and says you need to keep this shit to yourself. I, I don't get to make the call anymore. I just don't. I'm not a part of your club. I got checked, and so I don't get to make the rules. You guys decide, you know, what is and is not actual Christianity. But the only thing I'm going to say, <clears throat> excuse me, is Christian, you've been saying the same shit. And after you insult the shit out of people not part of your club, you turn around and say, this is the most loving message. And then when we say, but we didn't receive it as love, we actually took it as a fucking insult and a threat. You just stick to your fucking script. Christians, if you want to have honest conversations, that means it is a back and forth. I just listened to you. Maybe you should listen to us. Now, I'm sure I'm going to kick more of this here uh, at the end, but why don't we go ahead and hit some of this tape? Let's see what fuckface McAfee has to say. Uh, it is Trinity Radio. Trinity Radio. So let's see what Trinity Radio has to say. Wait, God damn it! where is it? Gang, I told you, when Uncle Bobby starts doing this for his full-time job, yeah, we're going to be okay. Okay, so this is Braxton Hunter. 
from Trinity Radio. Let's see what he has to say. Let's roll the tape. It's the gotcha questions, though I'm not asking for no reason. I expect you will have answers, and I want to hear what the most sincere among you have to say. Okay. With that, here are my 10 questions. Hit me. Hit me. For atheists. All right. Here's number one. What facts about reality that you and I agree are real facts about the way the world is does your worldview account for, but my Christianity doesn't account for? Interesting. Or at least doesn't account for well. And for those of you that okay. point out, atheism isn't a worldview. It's not. I'm talking about you. Your world okay. includes atheism. I can't think of any. Christianity accounts for evil, suffering, the existence of other religion. Pause the tape right now. Okay. Oh, Papa, if you don't shut your fat ass up, Papa, like I said, when Uncle Bobby gets his uh, for the full-time job recording studio, no more hashtag episode movies. But let's go to the fucking question. Okay. So I like his vibe so far, right? Papa, shut up. I'm digging his chili so far. It's only the first fucking question. He's got a lot of space to fuck up. So what is it that my worldview can account for that his cannot? Okay. And, you know, then he said, you know, atheism isn't a religion. He's not asking atheism. He's asking, okay, I, I dig it. I dig it. I am a humanist. I am a humanist. So what is it that my shit can account for that his cannot? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say everything. Because no matter what the question, Christians, you guys have this skeleton key and it's called God. And I think I heard him say, I may have to rewind the tape. You know, his worldview can account for like the problem of evil. I think I heard him say, or whatever the fuck. But it really doesn't. Because again, no matter, Papa, seriously. No matter, really, dude, shut up. This fucking guy. No matter what the question, God is the answer. Again, I've told you guys, I, I've had Christians tell me to my face, God uses rape to glorify his name. I've been told, Robert, we don't understand God's, you know, perfect omniscience. We have to give him latitude that's why the little 17-year-old girl was gang-raped after a high school football game. And so, Christian, I'm just not picking up what you're putting down on that one. Now, in terms of my worldview, my worldview is humanism. And to explain humanism, here's the easiest way to think of humanism. If you were in charge of building a system, again, the best analogy is the matrix. What system would you build if the only caveat was you don't know how you're going to be plugged back in, would you create a system where we treat black people, gay people, trans people, women, just pick the group that you aren't a part of right now? How would you build that world not knowing if you're going to come back as one of those marginalized groups? And to, you know, Christians, your answer seems to be when it comes to like rape and murder and the Holocaust and slavery. Again, you got this one word fit all answer, God. If I, you know, if I had to build a world, would I want to come back in a world where I was a rape survivor? No, I would build a world where there wasn't any fucking rape. Right? So that's kind of how I'm going to answer number one. How is it, you know, what does my shit answer that his can't? I just gave you my answer. Because you're right, Christians, you do have an answer. I just think your answer fucking blows. Let's roll the tape. Including supernatural events in those other religions, science, 
and differences among different denominations of Christianity. But I can think of many things that the most common worldviews that include what? atheism don't answer as... Pause the tape. He's already fucking up. He just said... I think I said... Yeah, I just think it. Well, you know, let's just pick it up right there. Again, Christian Braxton. That's this dude's name. He looks younger than I am. This is a Google search, my man. And so I'm just going to fast forward to this question because it's already sitting on some bullshit. Atheism is not a worldview. Christians, stop saying that. Again, you want to know why you guys keep having these 10 fucked up ass questions? Because when you get the answers, you don't listen. I am probably one billion in a long line of atheists to sit here and tell you guys repeatedly, this is not a worldview. So let's just roll the tape. Well, as I think Christianity does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at your both. Yeah, I don't want to hear it anymore. As your word. Shut up. <laughs> Shit. All right, we got number two coming. If your definition of atheism is merely that it's a lack of belief in God, yeah. and you're just waiting to be convinced, no. but then you speak of him as though he's in some way synonymous with Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, or fairies, doesn't that at least send the message to your listeners that you actually believe that there is no God? After all, these are... In Pause the tape. No, I don't think that's true. I don't. I don't. So the, it, kind of the question is, you know, if I keep putting him and him in the same category as the Easter Bunny, and I just, yeah, I don't believe in the Easter Bunny. I, again, show me evidence that there's an Easter Bunny, I will believe you. I'm not necessarily taking a hard stance. Now, I can be that guy, buddy, but this motherfucker. Okay, hold on, gang. I'm going to just keep talking. Buddy wants to get down. But the four-legged version of Ronnie Millsap can't find me. Come here, buddy. He was asleep earlier. So we're going to keep talking about Braxton and these questions. Yeah, atheists, including myself, have put God in the same category as Santa Claus uh, the Easter Bunny. And to me, Braxton, this is kind of a gotcha question. Because to me, it feels as if you're trying to get me to say 100% there is no God. Now, I'm, I'm going to flirt with that 99%. And here's the reason why. We have a definition of an Easter Bunny. And I can demonstrate pretty much that that shit just isn't real. We have a clear-cut uh, definition of what a Santa Claus is, and I can 100% show you that shit's not real. What I don't have, Braxton, is a clear definition of what the Christian God is. Again, a timeless, spaceless, disembodied mind, all-powerful, all-perfect, all... Again, I said this in yesterday's episode. You're just stringing words together. What the fuck is a disembodied mind? So, I, I, Braxton, I'm not going to lie, my man. I, this, this kind of feels like a gotcha. It really does. That you're trying to pin me into, this is what Turk does. Fuckface Frank Turk. When you try to pin atheists down and make them say there is no God absolutely, so we have to shoulder a burden of proof. Again, I have more of a definition for Santa than I do for your God. Right. So, yeah, I can say with certainty that Santa Claus isn't real. But again, you, you as soon as you start talking about timeless, spaceless, which, by the way, those are two things that we use. To measure existence, 
Now, fuck you and all your quantum this and philosophical bullshit. Shut the fuck up. I still remember third grade, Miss DC. I'll never forget her for as long as I live. And during science class, I still remember it. Matter has weight and takes up space. Matter has weight and takes up space. Matter has weight and takes up space. That's what I learned in the third grade, right? And so you're sitting with me and telling me that God is timeless and spaceless. Okay, you, you just described Aquaman. Those are two things that we use to describe existent reality. George Washington, my car, Peanut, the dogs in front. Shut the fuck up. All right, Braxton, let's roll over this fucked up ass tape. I like it, man, but I think this question's sitting on some bullshit. ...tees and beings that you likely believe do not exist. And if your response is that you merely lack a belief in Santa Claus and don't actively believe that he does not exist, doesn't that sound a little disingenuous, honestly? No. All right, we got number three. Let's hit it. Come on. When atheism becomes a part of someone's worldview, they typically change their positions on other issues, like a... Pause the tape. Again, Christians. And I'm quite sure if me and Braxton did not... We, we got something in common, Braxton. We're both cue balls. We both keep our beards close. And you're uglier than I am. Who big on dummy? Something tells me if me and this dude sat down and we cracked open some drinks, he and I could have a good time. Right? But again, this is disingenuous. This is dishonest. Again, how many times must it be said? Right? He just said, when atheism becomes part of someone's worldview, I mean, you got to stop doing this, Christians. This is why we can't have conversations. And I'm not going to call him an atheist because I told you all before. Calling a Christian an atheist is almost like calling a black person a fucking nigger. Right? And they say, oh, no, no. I was like, fine. It's not a bad word. Right? But again, how about this, Braxton? When your non-belief in Zeus becomes a part of your worldview, dot, dot, dot. So I, mean, I don't even think I'm really going to answer this question because I don't think it's an honest one. Again, he's, he looks younger than me. That means he knows better how the internet works. Again, I, again, I tell information used to be at our fingertips. Now we're so fucking lazy and spoiled, it is, it's not even that. Everyone has an iPhone, a tablet, an iPad, an Android. Just talk to your fucking phone. Ask what atheism is. So again, I, I'm I'm going to skip this one because this is just not an honest question. Sexual. Oh, wait, hold, oh, sex. And a number of other things. What's that? I actually have several videos of well-known atheists saying that there's nothing wrong with prostitution, that they hope their children don't save themselves until. Pause the tape. I am going to hit that one. He, he's talking about my favorite topic, sex. So when you adopt atheism as your worldview, Okay, again, I'm not going to touch that one. He said, and this is some fuckface Frank Turk shit. It, it really is, right? It, it, you know, air, all our problems are tied to sex. Again, when you have a tortured relationship, Christians, yeah, you're absolutely right. So again, abortion. My atheism has got nothing to do with my belief that a woman should be able to do what the fuck she wants with her own sack of meat. That comes from me being a humanist, actually. My friend, I'm not going to call you fuck. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. 
I'm not going to call him fuckface just yet. I'm a humanist. So I don't want someone to tell me what to do with my dick and bowl. I'm not going to tell a woman what to do with their ovaries nor vagina. Right? He's talking about prostitution being legal. Yeah, I think prostitution should be legal. If for no other reason, you take it out of the shadows, Braxton, and you make it safer. I didn't say I was going to go, you know, and hire five prostitutes a week. But when you take shit like this and take it out of the shadows, you make it mainstream, it becomes safer. You're, you're no, you, you will cut down on illegal sex trade. People like Jeffrey Epstein will start to lose business. Again, regulate, make rules for shit. You make things safer. So again, uh, it, he, he's got a, I can tell already, he's got this tortured view of sex. Now, he said, I, I hope my daughter, and please notice how it's always the girls. They very rarely, if ever, touch the boys on this topic. And I should probably shouldn't say this. I don't know if he's Catholic. But do I, it, fuck it. Do I want Peanut to remain a virgin until she's married? I'm going to be honest. So far, as long as I'm in that child's life, it's going to go a little something like this. I'm going to do everything I can to help give that child the absolute most self-esteem she could possibly have. And whatever she decides, I don't want details. I don't. But when it comes time, if I'm still alive for that talk, it's going to be like this right here. If you feel safe and respected, and you want to try X, try X. Now, again, I hope by that time, we've already talked about condoms and all this boundary, the whole shebang of bang, and it's going to suck, right? But do I want her to remain a virgin until, if that's what she wants to do? But again, it, it is her choice. The women in my life, it is their choice on what they want to do with their meat, Braxton. Again, you want again, we're talking about atheism as a worldview. It is not. What I'm talking about is me as a humanist. I don't want someone telling me, you know, before we move on, gang, it goes a little something like this. Uncle Bobby, y'all going to be like, what? Yeah, I almost went to Brigham Young. You got to remember how old I am. Brigham Young in the 90s was a legit and consistent top 10 to top 15 NCAA football team. They were putting NFL uh, linebackers in the NFL like it wasn't shit. So hell yeah, I was looking at them. But one of the main reasons why I did not go when they realized that I was really leaning hard on becoming a Cougar, they showed me, okay, we're going to be honest. And I do give them credit because it's not a gotcha. It is not a bait and switch. They tell you, here is our morality code. If you sign to play for Brigham Young, you will sign this morality code. No chocolate, no caffeine, no soda, no this. One of them was no premarital sex. Now, gang, I'm going to be honest with you. Of the things on that list that you couldn't do, I was already not doing them. But I was like, yo, I don't want some fucking four-page piece of paper to tell me what it is I can and can't do. So for the women in my life, if you want to fuck 10 guys a week, fuck 10 guys a week. If you want to fuck 10 guys in a lifetime, fuck 10 guys in a lifetime. If you want to save yourself, this guy, it's not my call. So I just have this feeling without talking to Braxton that he's got a tortured relationship with sex. 
Let's roll the fucking tape. We're only on number three. Shit. And the sex workers should be put off on a pedestal no different than the military. I didn't. Pause the tape. I doubt he heard that. I doubt he heard that sex workers should be put on a pedestal. What I will say is that sex work should be respected. I do. I, excuse me. I, I, I know sex workers. I'm very good friends with several sex workers. And you know what, gang? They are people. And it is work. It is absolute work. If you want to give them a technical name, they are fantasy engineers. They should be respected. I'm not saying they're more important than a four-star general or, you know, a billionaire who built it. I, I, it's a stupid contest to enter, so I'm not going to enter it. I do think they should be respected. I know they should be respected. Use those here because I didn't want to seem combative to individuals, specifically the individuals who made those statements. But even if you didn't become an atheist just so you could sin, and I believe you, do you pause the tape again? What do you again? I, I truly think, with just looking at him, that I wouldn't punch him in his esophagus upon first meeting. But again, here we go. This is what happens when you don't listen. You became an atheist. You know, I believe you when you say you came in. Shut the fuck up, Braxton. Now what I am going to tell you to shut the fuck up. Sin is a religious concept. I don't believe in sin. I did not become an atheist just so I could sin. Right? I spent 13 years as a married man. I stuck my dick in one woman, and apparently that was okay with God. For the last 10 years, I haven't been a virgin. Let's just say that. I didn't, well, I didn't get the divorce. She left me. But even if I wasn't happier just so I could go and sin with a bunch of girls. I got horny. I found someone who was willing and we fucked each other. It was just that simple. So again, that part, Braxton, it's a dishonest statement. Because again, at this stage of the game, I almost refuse to believe that this would have been the first time you would hear that atheists do not accept the concept of sin. Let's roll the tape. Please understand why those moves could send that message to people who might say that to you. All right, number four. If it's a lack of belief sort of atheism, what is it? Is it 50-50, 60-40, 75-25? Okay. And at what point do you feel disingenuous saying that you merely lack a belief as opposed to leaning towards... I believe that God does not exist. Pause the tape. That's a legit question, Braxton. Let's hit it. I don't quantify. I'm not putting a number on it. I don't have to put a number on my atheism. Seven out of 10, one out of 10, nine out of 10, 11 out of 10. I don't have to quantify it. I just don't. So I don't feel disingenuous at all on whatever bastardized measurement of my atheism you seem to be talking about. I don't measure it, right? Again, it's kind of like, you know, like, and I don't think he doesn't sound like I don't. Maybe he is like when Fox will say, you know, you atheists are afraid of Islam. Why don't y'all ever talk about Islam? I'm sorry. Why don't you ever attack Islam? Because they don't fuck with us. They leave us alone. No, no Islam person has ever knocked on my door and asked me about Allah. It just doesn't happen. Right. So, again, well, hold on, let's rewind this a little bit real fast. What the fuck are you do? Do you feel disingenuous saying that you merely lack a belief? I don't. As opposed to leaning towards, I believe that God does not exist. 
You know, fuck what I just said, but it still stands. Believe that God does not exist. Let me tell you something, Braxton. I still need a coherent definition of your God. Again, I think that's, I don't think, I know that's where we need to start, man, my man. Again, I don't even know what it means to be disembodied. A disembodied mind? What? Then you're going to say, well, it's the spirit. Shut the fuck up, Braxton. What the fuck's the spirit? Again, the reason why I speak definitively on the no Santa Claus belief is because I've got way more of a definition for St. Nick than I do your God. Let's just get to fucking number five. Let's roll the tape. Let's hit it. Number five. I know we've all got our talking points. Yep. But I want you to struggle to be as sincere with yourself as you can right now. Doesn't it bother you? You know what? Pause the tape. Fuck you on that one, Braxton. I'm not going to lie. That that was kind of a kick in the dick. I am always sincere. I am always honest when I talk about this shit. I'm not the one, you know, pumping them up my chest talking about a talking snake. That was a low blow, Braxton. I'm not going to lie. You a little here we go. Do you feel disingenuous? I rewound it just a little bit. Saying that you merely lack. I don't. Go fuck yourself. To yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking your balls. Doesn't it bother you a little bit that when we come to talk about the origins of the universe? Oh, wait. Hold on. If there's a multi. Hold on. We've all got our talking. Here we go. But I want you to struggle to be as sincere with yourself. Struggle. Go fuck yourself. Doesn't it bother you a little bit that when we come to talk about the origins of the universe, and if there's a multiverse, the origin of that too, that the only real options you've got besides God is a past infinite universe, which is impossible. Pause the tape. No, Braxton, no. No. I don't get in conversations about multiverse and all that. Because again, I sweat for a living. Part of my job is getting people in shape. The other part of my job is teaching women how not to be raped. Nothing about my job description. There's nothing on my W-2 or tax return that says I need to give an explanation on the origins of the universe. So I don't feel disingenuous or dishonest at all. There are people who do this for a living. Right? When Richard Dawkins wants to come in and say, you know what, Robert, I don't think that's a proper way to teach an armbar. I'm going to tell Richard Dawkins to get the fuck out. Out of two of us, only one of us has a seven-degree black belt. You can see your ass on the other side of that fucking door and shut the fuck up. Same thing. When I put on a white lab coat and my dumb ass gets in there and says, Richard, you forgot to carry the one. I expect him with his British accent to say, Robert, get the fuck out. It's not my job. I don't have to explain the multiverse. I don't have to have an explanation the problem with what you just said, Braxton, is that you are putting your God as a default answer. Again, first define God. That goes all the way back to number one. We got to go into halftime. That goes all the way into number one, right? Again, you're, you're, you're skipping so many steps. Your God is not the default answer. To you, it is. Right? Well, without a God, how do you explain? I don't have to. Right again, we got scientists to answer the questions that you want to want answers to, but you won't go get them because you're stuck on your script like most Christians, my man. All right, you know what, gang? Let's do this. Okay, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing up on the 29 minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. 
Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Bobby's having a good time talking to his main man, Braxton. Braxton is asking some good questions, but some of them are kind of fucked up because Braxton, like other Christians, he, he stuck to his script. Again, when we continue to have to listen to how atheism is a worldview and the blase and the glavenoids and don't you feel dishonest or disingenuous when we talk about the multiverse? No. Because atheism does not speak to any of that. Again, Christians, for the one trillionth time, all atheism speaks to is, do you believe in a God? And again, I know you guys don't like the word atheist, so I'm going to reduce it to this. Braxton, how does your non-belief in Poseidon explain the multiverse? Braxton, how does your non-belief in Ganesh, you know, affect on whether you're going to help that old lady across the street or gun it and run her old ass over? When you start explaining how your non-belief in Apollo and Oshun affects your everyday, I will gladly explain to you on how my non-belief in Yahweh explains my shit. We're going to roll this fucked up ass tape. Come on. Possible or the universe coming to exist uncaused out of nothing, or some... Pause the tape. Did you guys hear that? Again, Braxton, you are falling into a common Christian bullshit talking point. How did the universe come to an existence out of nothing? Braxton, this has been explained before, and I'm going to explain it again as the brain-damaged C student. Let's go. Come on, man. Try to keep up. We don't know what happened one second before the Big Bang. And I know, I know, I've seen the bumper stickers. You know, God said it, so bang, it happened. Ha ha, yeah, that's very cute, but it doesn't explain shit. Again, you were starting at a place, because you're a Christian and I understand, you're starting at a place to where your God, your religion is the default answer to all of these questions. That's where you are tripping in a big pile of stinky dog shit. We're just going to roll this fucked up ass tape. Come on, Braxton. Far less clear than even those. It seems that for any worldview that includes atheism, there's a massive... Dude, stop saying that. The ...origin of the universe. And all the attempts to try and circumvent that problem seem desperate. Pause the tape. You guys know Uncle Bobby can't stay nice for long. Braxton, you're stuck on fucking stupid. Stop listening to fucking pastors and start listening to physicists. I said this to someone just last month, if I'm not mistaken, a Christian, and I told her the exact same thing because she's still trying to get me back to the flock. 
You're, you're, you're posing science questions to atheists. She knows what I do for a living. I teach her how to fucking eye gouge potential rapists. Why the fuck do I have to answer these questions? But I told her, we don't know what happened one second before the Big Bang. Now, gang, it turns out, not super close personal friends, but she knows Neil deGrasse Tyson. She does. I mean, can you think of a bigger fountain of scientific knowledge than fucking Dr. Tyson? I don't think so. So you're like, hold on, hold on. It's like Elon Musk living off of food stamps in Section 8 housing. You mean to tell me you've got Neil deGrasse Tyson's personal phone number and you're still saying that God created a universe out of nothing? Because I told her, like, we don't know what happened. One second, and she's like, well, did Neil say that? I'm like, why don't you ask him? Braxton, you are starting to show your dishonesty. And by that, I mean, this has been answered a million times before. Let's get to question six. Let's roll the tape. And at least far less likely than theism. My question isn't just what do you typically say about this? Because I'm- I don't have to. Responses. I don't have to. My question to. is simply this. When you step away from the debate mode that it's so easy for us all to get into online. Okay. Doesn't this issue destabilize you a little bit? No. It seems to fit really poorly with any worldview that includes atheism. Pause the tape. Again, Christians fucking stop. You guys are stuck on fucking stupid. How many shows ago was that? Four shows ago? When I said, I'm starting to give up hope on you guys. How hard is it? Apparently very. But how hard is it to listen? Stop with this bullshit. Braxton, go talk to an actual scientist. And yes, I know, you can find scientists who don't accept evolution. But there's this thing called consensus through confirmation or confirmation through consensus. And that is different from argument from popularity. Right? It's one thing for me to say, 700 people think the Texas Longhorns are the greatest football team. That's, that's an argument from popularity because you just found 700 people with like opinions. But consensus, confirmation through consensus is different because they can all look at the same scientific information. They can all go to the exact same formulas and they can all say, this shit is robust. Again, I think it's like 97 or like 98% of the National Academy of Scientists, they all fucking put their money on evolution. So again, Braxton, you're right at this point, yeah, you're starting to piss me off. Because again, these topics have all been talked about. They have. And again, brain damage, C student, here, fuck face, right? And if my dumbass can fucking scribble this shit down on a big chief tablet than anybody can. So this is why I'm starting to get a little hard on of hatred for you because you're just sitting and you're smiling and you're nice like you guys all are, but you're just sitting on some bullshit because these things have been answered a million times before. Let's roll the tape. All right, we're on number seven. Of the arguments for God's existence, is there one that to you seems more interesting than the rest? No. Is there one that for you actually does weigh in favor of theism? No. No. You know what? Pause the tape. Thank you for that short question. The answer is no. Right? 
Again, when I hear Christians tell me that quite literally, you know, rape is proof of God, that the Holocaust is proof of God, that the slave trade is proof of God. No, your arguments are all shit. Teleological, the problem of evil, the first call, it's all shit. Braxton, that's why I'm an atheist. Your arguments, you've got evidence. You do, but your evidence does not lead to a proof. You guys just keep kicking out the same shit and you guys sit there and, you know, you got your dick in your hands like, what seems to be the problem? You, 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 how many times are you going to say this? It's like Ray Comfort, right? Well, how many lies have you told in your entire life? That's a stupid fucking question. That, that assumes I've even started counting. It's like, and how many times have I blinked? How many times have I exhaled? How many times have I farted? I don't know, right? Go get some new arguments and maybe you'll catch a bigger fish. But your arguments are sitting on some bullshit. One more before I roll out on this one. It's like Lee Fuckface Strobel. Fine, fine, fine. He has a 500 IQ. Fine, he's a former eighth. Oh no, come here, buddy. Shit. Keep your dad company here in this anger fest. But when he converted to Christianity... He sounded just like you guys, which as far as I'm concerned, he just fell for some doo-doo ass arguments. Let's roll the fucking tape. Most atheists I've met humbly admit that they don't think they can have absolute certainty about much of anything. But what they want from the Christian is a demonstration that God exists. Or that you know what? Pause the tape. I'll give them that. Absolute certainty. I don't live my life by absolute, because I don't need, I don't rely on absolute certainty for shit. I just don't, Braxton, right? And the world's most perfect example, I don't need absolute certainty to put my key in my ignition and roll out. I don't need absolute certainty to put my foot on the brakes. I don't, Braxton, because for the first literally I don't know, one million times I stepped on the brake pad, my car stopped. You know how I know I found out I had critters once upon a time before I paid top dollar for an exterminator to, to come and get them out? Because apparently one way to find out is when your brakes fell because critters like to chew shit. What about maybe four years ago? I was going down a hill, a very steep decline. Long story short, I put my foot on the brakes. My foot went all the way to the fucking floorboard. I had no brakes. I don't remember much after that. I'll be honest with you guys. For me, it was simple math because it was around Christmas time. It was very busy. I tried to take myself out. And that's all I'll say about that. One of me versus 30 others. It was the easiest math on the planet. I told you on another show again, sneaked, sneaked. That's my Wolverine. I can't fucking die. I couldn't even kill myself in a fucking car crash. Oh, they said like 10 guys pulled me out. I don't remember anything, Braxton. But I don't need absolute certainty to, to know that my brakes are going to work. I am maximally certain right up until the point they don't. As that's what we all do. I'm going to go to bed tonight, Braxton, with maximum certainty 
at 49 years old in very good shape that I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I hope I do because I don't want Peanut to cry over my fucking coffin. There's a chance that I won't wake up tomorrow. There is that chance. So I don't operate on absolute certainty. I don't need it. Let's roll the fucked up ass tape, Braxton. Come on. Community is true. Only uh, that's they can have absolute certainty about much of anything. But what they want from the Christian is a demonstration that God exists or that Christianity is true. That would help. And when we offer the reasons to believe that we do have, those are typically deemed not good enough. You're right, Braxton. I'm going to pause the tape. You're right. Right? Uh, well, let me think about the arguments. Right? Again, if rape is evil, that means there has to be a standard of good to judge that against. Okay, one, that's a fucked up ass argument. It just is. And even if you're quote unquote correct, which I don't think you are, that doesn't point to your God. Right? Telling me 500 people, because it's always 500 on the nose, right? Funny how it's not 503, 478. 500 people saw Jesus rise from the dead. What are their names? What do they do for a living? What was their mental state? Were they drunk? Were they high? You don't know shit. So no, you're right. Your arguments suck balls. And I don't need absolute certainty to be able to say that. I'm maximally certain that what comes out of your mouth, Braxton, is sitting on some bullshit. Let's roll the tape. What sort of evidence, if any, would be enough to convince you? Ah, ah good question. Pause the tape. Let me tell you something there, fuckface. I don't know. I'm not saying there is a God. I'm not making that claim, right? You have to demonstrate, you have to define and then clearly demonstrate that your God exists. I remember getting to this with fuckface Stephanie and Heather. They asked me the exact same question. What, what would it take for you to believe in God? I've, I skipped the whole, which God are you talking about answer? But I was like, it's not my job. You know what they said? Yes, it is. Like, no, it's not. And they just would not let it go. But I was like, I'm not defining, nor am I claiming that a God exists. And they were like, and they just wouldn't let it go. I was like, no, I'm fine. Fuck it. It was like 2.35. I said at 2.37 and 14 minutes because God answers prayers, right? Oh, well, yeah, Robert. Shut the fuck up. Does he really? Okay. It's 2.35. At 2.37 and 13 seconds, have God knock on my door. Make him a redhead. <laughs> I mean, God's not going to do it. Shut the fuck up. Again, Braxton, your question is fucked up. Because even if I gave you, right, my parameters, you would have an excuse. Like right now, if I'm recording at 2.20. Braxton, at 2.22, have God just stick his massive God dick out of the skies in Austin, Texas. Do it. Do it. If I see a 79,000-foot penis just hanging there, I believe in God, I'll be a Christian the next day. I wonder what excuses he would have for that. Because again, I'm not saying I believe in a God. So it's not my job to say what it would take to convince me. But I just told you what, what, what it would take. I want an enormous penis to just drop out of the sky. Go fuck yourself, Brass. I'm sorry not to like you. Let's roll the tape. 
And since it's often a conversation stopper, let's take experimental reproducibility off the table, since that's not even always necessary. Yeah, I'm fast forwarding practical fuckers. Oh, wait, hold on. That is to say the typical- Wait, wait, okay, come on. Number eight. To what extent did social and moral issues start you down the path toward your atheism? That is to say the typical Christian or religious views on sexuality, gender, rights, and act. Pause the tape. Um, first and foremost, no. Logic led me to not believing in your God. None of that shit made sense, so I just dropped the belief. But one thing I will admit to, I do the belt. Hashtag unprofessional. And this is what happens when you talk to someone like fuckface Stephanie Thomason. I have admitted that pain can make you ask questions. It can. I'm I'm not going to get into details, but I had two identical tragedies happen. One of them as an atheist, or one of them as a believer, the second one as an atheist. Right? Those things make you, you know, ask questions. They absolutely do. Right? But it is, again, pain does not, again, it is what Christians love to hang their hat on. That's why I'm always hesitant to talk about that shit. Because again, like Stephanie, boy, she attached herself to that like a fucking leech. And she hung on that vein even when I checked her monkey ass three times literally in the same sentence. So to get back to what Braxton is saying, you know, again, what what moral or social issues kind of led me towards atheism uh, I don't want to really talk about that because people like him, he's going to hang his hat on. I told you, my, I'm sitting not two and a half feet because I've rearranged my room. Again, I'm looking at that window I'm looking out of in my kitchen. My best friend sat right here. And I told you, he's got a look on his face when he knows he is right. And it's just kind of like, I know I got you. You just you want to lay your queen down now? <laughs> or later. I've already checkmated you. The game's over. And he sat there and he asked me, name one thing that you can do good in the name. It's a hitching challenge. Name one thing that you can do good in the name of Christianity that you simply can't do because it's a Wednesday afternoon. And because it's my best friend, I gave that honest thought. I woke up the next morning, a total non-believer. It's just that, Braxton. Again, I'm going to say it to be honest. Yes, pain can make you ask questions. But you become an atheist simply with one of two reasons. You were just born and raised without belief. Again, Braxton, you were raised without a belief in Ganesh, period. Right? I can name 20 gods right now that Braxton has never heard of. Right? So it's not anger towards these unnamed gods. You just don't know the fuckers, right? You don't know you don't care. It doesn't shape your life one bit. So again, I'm going to get back to this. But again, this is I this is a dishonest question because I do not trust Christians at this point who ask this fucking question. Let's just roll the tape, shit. And commands of God in the Old Testament. It seems that many deconversion stories online begin with or at least include LGBT issues, purity culture, or hell as instrumental in... Pause the tape. I'll give them that. You're absolutely right, Braxton. 
right? Your view, I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Your views on our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters, you'll sit here and say it's love, but I've already told you, I'm going to say it again. It's pure hate. You don't have to scream fucking faggot in order to get someone to fucking hurt themselves. I think the, the term is to unalive. I'm just going to keep it real. To get people to fucking kill themselves. Yeah, yeah. And when you sit there and you say, you jerked off, therefore it's just as bad as being gay, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, I think purity culture is potentially dangerous. Like I said, I don't want to think about Peanut's potential sex life. She's fucking four. Go fuck yourself. I don't want to think about 30-30's sex life. She's fucking 30. Whatever you do is what you do. If it's consensual and if it brings you pleasure, that's all I need to know. Let's go have some coffee. I don't want to talk about it. Right? But I'm not going to sit here and tell someone, you can't have sex. Who the fuck am I? Because I'm a humanist, Braxton. I don't want someone to tell me what to do with my dick, so I'm not going to tell someone what to do with their dick or their vagina or whatever. Let's roll the fucking tape. Deconversion process. It strikes me that what should matter most is the truth and not what we might prefer that the truth were. I honestly wonder how much those issues and ones like them motivate the deconversion rather than all this talk about evidence. This is fucked up. You're just like the rest of them, Braxton. Can you name the last three academic books you read by theists on the subject? How long ago did you read them? Or is most... Pause the tape. Oh, man. The, the actual name? Oh, man. I know I read Tim Keller's book twice. It's in the study, and I got Buddy on my fucking lap, so I'm not going to go get it. Um, Austin Stone, I'm not going to say his name because it's a controversial name, and I know the wife. This guy's passed away. He made a book uh, as a part-time pastor, so I read his. So there's two. Uh, let me think. Uh, let me. I read the Bible, <laughs> Braxton. Does that count? Fuckface. The third time I read the Bible, Braxton, I was in full-blown, out-of-the-closet, atheist, in-your-face firebrand. So there, those are, those are my three last academic, theistic reads. There, fuck you. Your understanding of apologetics and atheism from non-scholarly internet sources, pop-level books, and, let's face it, YouTube video. Pause the tape. Apologetics. I put apologetics and hermeneutics in the same box. Braxton, they're full of shit. When I hear someone tout that they're an apologist, all I hear is I lie for a living. I think Craig Reed is a phenomenal example of that. That's why I don't talk to him anymore. Craig Reed has never answered a fucking question, ever. You listen to Fuckface Frank Turk. My very first interaction with him was a YouTube video, almost 10 minutes long. A little girl, a college-age girl, asked him, I'm a good person, but I don't believe in your God. Am I going to go to hell? Ten minutes later, he still hadn't answered the fucking question, right? And I told you all before, and it went like this, right? I'm a good person, but I don't believe in your God. Am I going to go to hell? So what do you mean by good? So what do you mean by person? So, it, shut the fuck up. 
You're smart enough to get a PhD, but you need a definition of every fucking word in that little... Shut the fuck up. So no, Braxton, yeah, I, I don't give a, apologetics or hermeneutics. I, I give it no respect. You want to know why? It's not respectable. Answer the fucking questions. And when one of you guys can do that, when, you, when one of you can answer the question and stay on topic... You, you, you'll, you'll probably get more conversions. But right now, you guys are just sitting on some bullshit. Let's roll the tape. And be honest with yourself about this. Anyone can Google up a list of books and paste them in the comments section. But I want to know, are you getting the best from the other side? You tell me. You guys decide who's the best. Let's finish with a pretty common one. All right. If you found out today to your satisfaction that Christianity were true, oh. would you accept God's authority, repent of your sins, and truck. Pause the tape. Braxton, I officially don't like you. Fuckface Frank Turk does this one all the time. If you found out that Christianity was true, would you become a Christian? And this is what they like to do when they get that one, gang. Let me turn off the fucking stereo. Hold on. Because if you say no, then they'll say the whole, you know, why do I need to cast my uh, pearls amongst swine? Uh, shut the fuck up. Braxton, that is a dishonest question. If I found out that Christianity was true, again, dude, that, that is a very tall order. Fuckface. Again, let's start at the very beginning, Braxton. Let me ask you a question. And let, let me be a Christian. <laughs> let me answer your question with the fucking question. What is your God? Let's start right there. Give me a clear-cut demonstration. You know, like the Easter Bunny, like Santa Claus, like the Tooth Fairy. As long as you keep saying he's a disembodied, I don't give a fuck. Then after you give me a clear-cut demonstration, Braxton, give me a, uh, a definition. Give me a clear-cut demonstration. So before you start asking about if Christianity were true, would you follow it? Would you repent of your sins? Would you pull out your chapstick and your knee pads and suck God's dick? No. Braxton, you're asking the wrong question. You shouldn't be asking a question at all. What you need to be doing is giving a clear-cut demonstration of what your God actually is before you start asking me would I jerk your God off like you do. Okay, let's get the big sign off. Gang Uncle Bobby has given you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one big motherfucking solution. Christian question, shut the fuck up. Again, Braxton, that one was fun. It was. But you know what? I do the belt. Hashtag unprofessional. You sounded just like the rest of them. You really did. And what you said just sounded fucking stupid. Those were 10 questions that have been asked a trillion times before. And all that tells me, Braxton, is that you, you, you don't do any homework yourself. You, you need to stop asking atheists questions and what you need to do is start looking for solutions for your own bullshit again atheists are not responsible for telling you what happened one second before the big bang again brain damage see student i'm as dumb as a fucking brick and i know more about this topic than you do because i'm humble enough to admit that i'm dumb as fuck again, half of being smart is knowing what you're dumb at 
You're putting Christianity as the default answer for everything. There's your problem, right? Again, there are thousands, thousands, thousands of fucking religions of which, Braxton, you could not name 10. I can all but guarantee it. Because by the oh, well, Jesus Christ, you like, shut the fuck up. How do you know that? Now, it's not like Cy Jim Bergen Kate. How do you know that? Until you do a thorough, deep dive of all those fucking other religions, then you can say that Jesus Christ is the only one to do X, Y, and Z. But you know what, fuckface? I can name seven Jesus predecessors right now who had the exact same resume, born on or around December 25th, X amount of followers, died at this age, rose, shut the fuck up. All right, so again, don't ask me if Christianity were true, would I submit? You need to start proving your bullshit first. Then you can start asking all of these 10 fucked up ass questions. All right, gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth. Yeah.